Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and this radio broadcast is Shi'ar Jeshub, coming from Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. Today, we will begin the next sermon in the New Testament section of the Heavenly Authority series taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. But before we go into the Sunday message, let me remind you about our church website for serious Bible study. The address is www.shiarjashub.org. Now, let's join Pastor Greg for this instructive lesson from God's Holy Word. Let's review where we are. We're in the Heavenly Authority series, the New Testament section. We're looking at the different offices and the gifts of the Holy Spirit. We've been focusing on the past few weeks on the office of the prophet and the gift of prophecy. And one of the key verses uh, that we've studied is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, starting at verse 19, where the apostle writes, Do not quench the spirit. Do not despise, do not have contempt for prophecies. Test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. And last week we started discussing why it is that in church history there has been this breaking of the commandment, despising of prophecy, looking to have prophecies put aside, the gifts of the Spirit, the miraculous gifts of the Spirit, clearly miraculous, obviously all the gifts, teaching, uh, pastoring, uh, being an elder in the church, all that should come, should come through the Holy Spirit. But someone can do those offices and not necessarily look like they're in a position of, of a supernatural gift. But when you speak about prophecy, hearing the Word of God, it's clearly supernatural, as are tongues and healings. And throughout church history, there has been times when those gifts have been quenched. The spirit is quenched and prophecies have been despised. And we said one reason last week was because of a misunderstanding when the person will see the prophet and the prophet's life might not line up with the word of God. They're frail, they're vessels with problems, flawed prophets. And yet the prophecy can still come from God because really every human is imperfect and we're all flawed to different degrees. It does not justify the prophet being flawed, but everyone has problems and sometimes even as ministers and preachers, the person can be flawed, but it doesn't mean that the gospel being preached is flawed. And there's a misinterpretation of that to say, well, look at that person, so then we should... Uh, just get rid of prophecies. We ended last time with another reason, and that's the danger of false prophets. False prophets bear fruit of false prophecy, leading many astray. And the key scripture that we ended with and the key scripture for today is 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1. 1 John chapter 4 and verse 1. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, 
because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Now notice, because there is false prophecy, John does not say despise prophecy. The church is commanded not to quench prophecy, not to quench the spirit. Rather, the instruction is, again, as we read in 1 Thessalonians, test all things, the instruction is do not believe, do not automatically accept a prophecy as the infallible message from God. Do not believe every spirit, but test that word over and over again. Test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And many people have been deceived. And you know, you have an action and you get a reaction. Because that has happened, and it has happened in church history, the reaction to false prophecy is to what? Say, well, we don't want any prophecy at all. And you have error in another direction, because remember, the prophecy is the alert, is the warning sign, is one of the ways that God communicates on matters that the body needs to know right now, to rebuke and correct situations right now. And if you cut off prophecy, you cut off the word of God, the specific utterance, the raiment of God to the church. So many times when there's an error one way, the reaction is to go into error the other way. And the Bible gives you the very balanced answer. Don't quench prophecy, but don't accept everything you hear, every spirit as coming from God. Don't believe everything. Don't be gullible. Rather, test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. And all prophecy must be tested for genuineness as coming from the Holy Spirit, as proclaiming the truth of God. Beloved, do not believe every spirit. That's one of the problems with other religions. That's one of the problems with modern-day spirituality. Many people in today's society consider themselves, many consider themselves spiritual people. And they have their own kind of mixed bag of things they believe in. I believe this way, and I take a little of this and a little of that, and they kind of jumble it all together. And if you ask them, they believe in God or have some type of faith or some type of New Age faith, and they have a, a form of spirituality, and it's dangerous because they believe every spirit. They're gullible. The, um, the spiritual realm is something that's unfamiliar to the secularist, to the materialist, to the modern-day evolutionary scientist. And because we've had so much of that in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s, because so much of the teaching in school has been from a very secular, materialistic, here-and-now point of view, people have become illiterate to spiritual things. The secularist, the materialist, only holds what he sees by sight, by hearing. So there's no other realm. We have no spirit. We're just a brain, a computer, on top of an evolved body. But because of that, the society has gone into a, a, an illiteracy in spiritual things. And all of a sudden, there are those who have this spiritual vacuum because we are spiritual beings. We're made in the image of God. 
And they all of a sudden find out that there is a spiritual realm, a spirit realm. And there's a tremendous amount of power there. But like little children placed in a large Mack truck, they find power and they have no control over themselves and over that power. And they're really opening themselves up as vessels to all types of things that really are there in the heavenly realms, the spiritual realms, most of which is demonic. If it's not of God, it is automatically demonic. And they open themselves up to unclean spirits, demon spirits. We recently went into a health food store, and you walk in and you feel the electricity in the air. The place is loaded, demonic, with unclean spirits. Pat and I look, and there are all different types of nature gods and Buddhas up there and statues and all bumper stickers, most of which made fun of Christians. For example, one said, uh, if the rapture happens, can I have your car? You know, and things like that, all making fun of believers, telling people how to live their lives. So obviously, they're anti-Christian. It seems whenever they get into these, this spirituality of theirs, if it's not of the Lord, they automatically become anti-Christian because the devil hates believers. And they had so much occultic things, spiritualist things in that store. And you could feel the people in there that ran the store, how they're into deep things. They probably take a little nature worship, a little Wicca, a little white witchcraft, and they blend it all together. Like little children, they run after, from coming out of the vacuum of secularists and materialists and evolution, they now run full tilt into finding this spiritual area, and they run after every unclean demon. They're fodder for unclean spirits. Do not, beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. Other religions. I'm reading a book on Islam, and it's just amazing. You read about how Muhammad rolled around and foamed at the mouth when he got these um, words that he thought were from Allah, from God. And he himself even was concerned that he might be demon-possessed, but his wife, the older wife that was financing him, said, no, 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 they're from God, and encouraged him to continue to seek this experience. He foamed at the mouth. He took a young girl, the age, uh, some say seven, some say ten, as another wife. He liked the wife of his stepson, so he had her divorce so he could marry her. The immorality, the craziness of the prophecies that supposedly came out of this man's mouth, which is worshipped by maybe a billion people in this world. False prophets leading people astray into demonic, unclean things because it's not of God. And you have to beware of the spirits. When you talk about prophecy, you're obviously speaking about a person who's gifted and their spirit should be open to the Holy Spirit to receive the word of God. But another, not given to God, can be open also like those 
people in that health food store looking to receive spiritual things. They might wind up like Shirley MacLaine running out to the waters and proclaiming, I am God, I am God, in some new age occultic era because she was told that by the spirits. Do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits, whether they are of God, because many, many false prophets have gone out into the world. The spiritual realm is a safe place to be only in Jesus Christ. That's the only way you filter out all the unclean and demonic spirits and have a true experience with God is through Jesus Christ, being under the direction of God, being saved and controlled by the Holy Spirit, just simply sensing some spiritual power is dangerous. And people will mindlessly follow these experiences. They're undisciplined. They're ungodly. They're not testing, and they are fodder for the demonic, following every wave of unclean, supernatural impulse. You can hear hundreds of Bible study programs on our church website at www.shiarjashub.org. And we just started a new outreach. Don't forget to visit us on the Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel. We live stream the Sunday message, currently a series on last day events, at 10.30 a.m. And then all the programs are up on YouTube to watch 24-7. You will find a link to the YouTube channel also on shiarjashub.org. Please join us next time for Shi'ar Jashub.